0: Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And I never thought I'd be this person. It honestly might be the thing where like, I don't name the baby till I meet him. I don't know how I'm going to pick out of the names. And Liz. The beautiful thing about our life being so chaotic is that it's just really great to just vent out on the podcast and it makes for good entertainment. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And here we are, Elizabeth. We're back to two episodes a week. Um, Feels good. It does feel good. You know, you think... Feels productive. You think we'd run out of things to talk about, but we just don't. No. Something's always going on. We just like let our creativity fly. And today's episode is nothing mm-hmm. if not jam-packed and exciting. Wouldn't you agree? I would totally agree. Um, Because I have some exciting news to share. Let's hear I'm having a boy. Yay. It's we so did it. We couldn't wait to share. So we posted it on my Instagram already. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, podcasters. But we will tell you like the exclusive story and the story behind it is actually incredibly interesting and fun. But I was just like so ready to get that information out there, which I think after you hear the story, you'll understand why. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm having a boy. And they changed my due date to January 29th, which is Crazy. even more shocking. I feel like I literally got a week and a half of my life back. Yeah, that's got to feel kind of nice. Yeah, it does feel kind of nice. Just to know, like, you sped up the process, even just a little bit, it feels like. Well, and like, you know, everything feels a little validating, because I'm like, gosh, I am looking so big for 15 yeah. weeks. It's like, oh, you're 17. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that too. So that felt good. So, and i are just going to meet the babe sooner, so that's fine. I know. What, Kelly pulled out all of the baby clothes she just bought, and I... I, like, almost started crying. I just... You forget how you forget. tiny they are. I know. And, like, those clothes are so... Like, I look at Hattie, and I'm like, that's a baby. I know. It was funny, because, like, when I was shopping for the clothes, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to get this. They're going to outgrow it in five seconds. But then you're like, well, they need clothes, though. So they you just kind of have to, like... Need clothes. No, I've gone completely rogue. I've hit Carter's. I've hit Old Navy. I hit Target today. Don't you have... I a, need to show you my Target haul. Do you haul. have a lot from, like george though when he was a baby um yes and no i mean george was born end of may and the is oh, doing january nah, so yeah. i mean eventually like their clothes will line up because babies kind of slow down their growth but like the newborn stuff i definitely need newborn in three month I definitely need some winter things and i kind of feel like you know i almost kind of have to do a lot of like that winterish shopping now winter fall shopping now because you know how the stores are by the time february rolls around they're pulling things off the shelf and it's it's spring break i know yeah and i'm not going to find anything cute for my baby and it's like hey america in missouri it's cold till april yeah so it's just like yeah i'm kind of just like trying to find i should what i should probably do if i was smart is i should wait till the sales which i probably will but i'm just like having too much fun like i just love baby clothes I just love clothes for my kids. Like it's so cute, and now you have like another color scheme to like introduce, and it's darling. Now you know whose wardrobe is really going to approve is Georgia's because now that I like I know there's hand-me-downs. It's like no Georgia's getting nice clothes because like they have to last for two kids. Right, Hattie. Sorry, babe. Sorry, hat. Sorry, hat. But then I'm also like, but she's my only girl, Girl. so I have to put this will be the only chance." chance. I know. Yeah. So. Anyway, you're going to spend too much money either way. I'm dangerous, I is what I have to say. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell the story of, uh, well, before you tell the story, because I I want you to tell everyone the journey that you took. And the beautiful thing about our life being so chaotic is that it's just really great to just vent out on the podcast, and it makes for good entertainment. Yeah, it's a good story. But before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I was in search for a greens powder that actually tasted good and not just like blended up grass. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. I take the powder daily from home, but I've also been sending Maddie to work with AG1 packets so he can take it on the go. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com carpool. Again, that's athleticgreens.com carpool to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do you want to hit us with the millennial word? Because I really don't want to gatekeep this story any longer well you would have just given the millennial word of the day away because today's word is gatekeep when you are gatekeeping something with you when you are withholding information when you are withholding anything you're gatekeeping it yeah so it's not like me not telling the gender like i'm gatekeeping the gender i'm gatekeeping the gender but also like if you walk into someone's house and like like for example grape olipop like we were gatekeeping Because, like, we weren't telling the world Mm -hmm. the deliciousness that is grape Lollipop. If you really, really found this makeup product that you really, really love and you don't want to tell everyone because you're afraid that if it goes viral on TikTok, you'll never be able to get it again, you're gatekeeping that information. It's not good to gatekeep. Be a team player. Don't gatekeep. So, Kel, we're not about gatekeeping. We also can't keep a secret for the life Mm -hmm. of us. So So let's hear your story. Okay. I went in for my 12 week appointment, but I went like technically a few days early. I was like 11 weeks, four days. And they do an ultrasound. And during the ultrasound, the tech was like, the ultrasound tech was like, oh, are you going to find out what you're having? Like just casual conversation. It was like a month ago? Yeah. So like okay. a month ago. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to find out what I'm having. And she's like, oh, well, do you want my guess? And she said it so quickly. I honestly can't remember what happened. Yeah. But she either said, do you want my guess? Or, oh, I can tell you what I think it is. And as soon as she said that already, I'm like, okay, screw you. It's a boy. Right. Because you already was like, well, what what could you possibly, like, if you can possibly guess, then. It's because you saw. It's because you saw something. Yeah. Then I was like, "Uh, I don't know, sure. And she's like, Well, I think it's a boy. And then as soon as she said it, I'm like, Well, this sucks. Like, this was so anticlimactic. And I'm like, Well, is it a boy? Sometimes you should gatekeep information, I (laughs) guess. And in that case, she should have. Well, she's like, I'm like, Well, so, so is it a boy? She's like, Well, I don't know, but I'll have to verify it's your next appointment. But I would guess it is. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that information? Yeah. So I guess it was like kind of my fault because like I guess I shouldn't have said, share me your guess, but I also feel like she should have never said, Well, do you want do you want to hear what I think it is? Yeah, because then you would have if you would have said no, then you would have left and been like, well, she obviously thinks it's a boy. Like your are mind would have spiraled. Way. You would have spiraled. I also just kind of feel like you shouldn't tell someone a guess, regard like as a and this is just me, but I kind of feel like as a medical professional, like, you shouldn't give someone like, the option to hear your guess. Yeah. So I really, like, felt really sad in a way, which is, like, not what I wanted to feel, but I was just, like, it it was just, you didn't get that instant, like, it is? So then I have to leave. I don't go back for four weeks. Yeah. So now four, I'm sitting here being like, well, it's probably a boy. Like she said, it's probably a boy. Is it a boy? Maybe she was wrong. I'm, like, Googling, like, how accurate is a 12-week gender scan? Like, I'm just, I'm talking to other um nurses that i know who are like there's no way she could have just told and the crazy part is it's like that girl could have been dead wrong and she could still be right because like it's a 50 percent chance like she could have saw absolutely nothing or like saw the wrong thing and mistook it for that and she could have still been right like imagine too, like you never want to be disappointed in your child's gender but imagine too if you were like you were on like your fourth pregnancy you had three girls you wanted a boy so bad and then she was like I think it's a boy and then she was wrong and then like when you you got your official one you would have had like you didn't you don't want to feel that way but you would have felt like dang it I thought it was like so inappropriate inappropriate. and I I did complain to my doctor a little bit because I was like hey I thought this was like just a weird way for her to handle this and I mean I guess it's technically my fault because I asked for the guest but I really don't think i i don't remember i don't remember how the conversation happened no it's one of those things where you're just like so like you're just like sitting there kind of exposed and yeah like, like my pants are down I and know, she's got like, jelly on my belly okay sure yeah you're in a very weird certain you were not in the position to make like a very big decision like that so it was no. strange but so- she was right <laughs> so anyway then i go back to my doctor and it was a different ultrasound tech and i told her the story and she's like wow that's like really gutsy for someone to guess that early um, but then she did verify that it was in fact a boy um, and she saw said that like the baby was growing was so much bigger than what my due date was saying so kind of looking back it's like mm. I was probably further along than 12 weeks oh. I was probably more like 14 weeks because they moved my yeah. due date almost two weeks so it's like So she probably yeah. So she so it probably was pretty accurate. Okay, so that makes more sense now. Yeah. So Mm. it's a boy, which I first of all I am so excited it's a boy. I obviously didn't care. I really wanted a sister for Hattie because like Elizabeth's my best friend obviously, but I love being a boy mom and Tyler never had a brother. Our brother never had a brother, so I was like so excited to see what a brother's bond looks like. And I'm not even sure he wants a sister. Yeah. Like, she's, like, kind of a lot. No, like, she, like, has, like, a lot of main character energy. I just don't think that she could handle that. No. <laughs> no. So. So I'm very, very excited. Do you have any names? Um, yes. The names are incredibly stressful. I will not share before the birth. Sorry. Like, that's one secret I will keep. Are there any names that you know that you liked at one point, but you won't use? <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah. Like, I think everyone can guess my vibe. Like, I'm obviously going to do an old-fashioned name like yeah. i have george and harriet like i'm not gonna like come out with like a logan like it's right. gonna be an old nothing nothing wrong with it but like it's gonna be an old-fashioned name mm-hmm. so i think like the problem is i have a list of like three to four names that we like and i know i'm not gonna like hear any more names because like i've heard all the old-fashioned names there are already here mm-hmm. and now i just have to like pick one of those and i don't it on and i never thought i'd be this person it honestly might be the thing where like i don't name the baby till i meet him Because I just, I don't know how I'm going to pick out of the names. I know. Kelly's so stressed out about it because George and Hattie, we knew immediately, or she knew immediately. And last night when I was at your house, you were like, all right, Tyler, we're going to pick a name by Saturday. And Tyler's like, that's not how this works. We don't have to like set a timeline. Like we have until January to meet the kid. I just like always enjoyed having their name. And even though I didn't share the name with, uh, I share it with like Elizabeth, but that was it. Um... To me, it's like helpful. I mean, this is just what I've done in the past. It's been helpful to say the name, sit with the name. And I think it's kind of helped like me bond cl- quicker with my babies mm-hmm. in a way. I don't know. That could I could just be making it up and it could not be a big deal. But I don't know how I'm going to decide between the three names because it's also like I like them all. And this is my like I said, probably my last baby. I think I don't know. Please stop asking me if it's my last baby because it's a really touchy subject they just don't know. Like it yeah. probably is. Well, and that's yeah, making me sad. You no one, no one, no one's currently asking you that. No, people are asking me every day. Well, stop it, guys. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know what? I came across something that I thought was really interesting. Did you know that there are actually baby names that are illegal? Mm, I don't think I. I don't think I knew that. So. Across the world, there are names that you cannot legally name your baby that, and they're different per country, obviously. Well, like you can't name them like the F word or something? Well, that's not on the list, technically. I mean, maybe it is, but it's not on my list. But I wanted to share some of the illegal names in the US. Okay. um, And then also, you can't name your kids any of these if you were considering it, and um, just like some other random ones across the world. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I've like never heard of this. So, this is from a news uh, article from News Channel 8 in somewhere. Um, So, some illegal baby names in the U.S. are King, Queen, Jesus Christ, Santa Claus, Majesty, Adolf Hitler, Messiah, the at symbol. You know, like when you do like your email. And... 1,069 are some of the uh, illegal baby names. I don't get King and Queen. That surprises me. King and Queen surprises me as well. And I feel like I know, I guess, Kingston or whatever. Like, I, yeah, that's Yeah, and maybe you can, like, call them King. So those are just, like, some of the America ones. But, like, Santa Claus, Adolf Hitler. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, probably for the best. I'm honestly okay with all of them. Like, I don't feel like that's government overreach until you get to King and Queen. I feel like King and Queen should be fair game. Because, like... It's like we're in England. Like, it's not yeah. like we have a monarchy, a king or a queen that the king and queen is shocking. I know. And then another another thing, which I I can't remember what Elon Musk baby's name is, but this one says, like, you can't use any numbers. So the example they use was like, if you name your baby Monica, you can't like replace the I with a one. But doesn't uh isn't what's Elon Musk? Baby I don't think name? it has a number. I it's think it's just, just like, like not a word. Yeah. Let me look it up. Elon, doesn't have like a dash in it? I think that's legal. I think it is too. What is his name? I mean, he has so many kids. Doesn't he have like nine kids? Yeah, I'm trying to. No, his has numbers in it. So I don't know how he, it's XAEA12 Musk. That is so ridiculous. That should be illegal. Elon Musk should be illegal. Yeah, that's not it. Okay, I don't know. Well, maybe when you're just Elon Musk, you just do whatever you want. Oh, wait, hold on. But California regulations may have put a stop to the name. See? Because it's illegal. You can't just name your baby whatever you want. There's a article. Anyway, I want to share some of the ones that are also illegal around the world. Oh, in other countries? Cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, America isn't the only country to put a ban on certain baby names. In fact, other countries have interesting reasons why certain names are deemed illegal. Watch one of my kids' names be on there. So uh in Mexico, uh, Robocop is illegal. That tracks. Um in, in I, I agree. Oh, also circumcision is illegal in Mexico. Um in New Zealand, some illegal names are Chief Maximus, uh Sexfruit. Ooh, this is a clean podcast. Forget I said that. S-E-X. S-E-X. <laughs> Um, in Italy, Friday in blue. Whoa, I feel like those are like popular baby names. I know, kind. Of, well, not in Italy. Did they give the reason? Uh, I'd have to like look it up. Okay, but I did look up this reason. So in Iceland, Iceland actually has a pre-approved baby named list because, no. yeah, because I guess with their law, you have to. It has to be a name that can track back to like, uh. I'm not ancient, but like history in Iceland. So it has to be like an Icelandic name. So like the letter C is not in the Icelandic alphabet. So you can't name your baby anything with a C. So like Craig, our brother, couldn't happen. One name that's illegal is Harriet. No. Yeah. And because I guess you can't trace Harriet or make Harriet a version of like an Icelandic heritage or name or something i don't really know i'm probably butchering how you're supposed to describe that um that is fascinating in malaysia 007 is illegal that seems like someone tried and they just were like we better add that to the list and then um in saudi arabia linda is illegal We should ban Karen in the United States. Well, it's becoming a slur, so it's it's probably time. It literally literally Mm -hmm. is. So anyway, those are just, it's really interesting. You can just Google illegal baby names, and it is hilarious and interesting um, to see what you can't name your baby. Okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kel, it's time for our taste Taste drive. drive. So as promised, we are going to try the Magic Spoon Grain Free Cereal. So found it at Target. Do you want to guess how much it is per box? It's like $8, isn't it? 8.99. Yeah. It's insane and it's a small box. It is not a big box. Um, but this is the Hold what? on, wait. It's literally on the nutrition facts. It says five servings per container. Five mm. servings. That's highway robbery. Yeah. So it's the high t- protein, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, wheat-free, wheat free <laughs> wheat-free, naturally flavored, totally delicious childlike cereal for grown-ups. That's what their box says. So, it has zero total sugars which is crazy it's a cereal four grams net carbs and like 14 to 13 grams of protein uh one, okay so the serving size is about one cup and there's five cups in in this box for eight ninety nine. so i bought all the flavors that were at target so we have their fruity peanut butter and chocolate so fruity looks like fruit uh they fruit all loops. look the same they're all like oh, yeah. they're all fruit loop shaped. or like cheerio yeah so uh what do you want to try first I want to try the Fruit Loops first. All right, cuz you see. know, that's like this has been a big pregnancy craving. <laughs> I have been dying to try these. I have seen them all over and I'm like, how do you justify the price? And there's a lot of versions of this as well, so I'd be interested to try those as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Keep going. Cuz my first reaction was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so good." Mm. And then the flavor wears and you're left with kind of a weird lingering. But it's overall surprised. It's fantastic. It, it's an, but don't you think it has a little bit of a weird aftertaste? It de- okay, but like for the amount of things that I have tried that are the health version of something and it never tastes like it, this tastes shockingly like a fruit loop. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Those, It's, it's delicious. I just took another bite. Okay, now she's trying the peanut butter. I mean, it's fantastic. It's so it's so freaking good. Oh, I'm in shock. I'm gonna like have a bowl of this. Yeah, right. I'm taking all these home. No, I bought them. Carmen bought them. True. Okay, so let's try cocoa. I mean, the first two took it home. Cocoa definitely looks the most sketchy of the three. I will say it's like yeah, I agree. Interesting brown. Yeah. Cocoa not bad. It's not bad. But it's definitely my least favorite. 100%. I almost feel like, though, if we would have tried that one first, we would have been like, oh, my gosh, because it's still good. Mm-hmm. But like peanut butters, I think is my favorite. Oh, I like Fruit Loops the best. Cool. Or fruity. OK, I thought for sure this was going to be like, how dare they? This is a waste. I mean, it still might be a waste because $9 for a small box of cereal is asinine. But um, it's pretty, pretty fantastic. I mean, it's it's delicious. Like yeah. I don't know. I think it's worth... I mean, again, it depends on how much you want to spend on cereal, but... And it also depends on if you need it to be high-protein, keto, gluten, grain, soy. No, the 14 grams of protein is really... Because I have trouble getting protein Mm -hmm. in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm really impressed. I'm really, really impressed. 14 grams of protein is incredible in one cup for cereal. All right, Magic Spoon. Well done. We're just, like, sitting here eating. This is the worst podcast content. Let's... I know. I love how the last episode, you are like, we never talk about ourselves, which is something really unique. I'm like, the first 15 minutes of this episode was exclusively talking about ourselves. And now we're just eating cereal. Elizabeth, I know. But I'm telling you, like, I'll send you some episodes. They're like, okay, I'm going to recap my weekend. So we started. I guess we do do that. Tell me when, like, that's what we do. We literally build in weekend recap. We we have entire episodes dedicated to week recaps of our life. Yeah. It feels different. Mm. Well, the numbers don't lie. We're obviously doing something <laughs> right. I don't know what you want me to say. Okay. okay. Cut the mic. Let's eat these cereals. And we'll, we'll be right back. Okay. okay. We're back. We ate more cereal and we're happy. I'm so beyond thrilled about this. It just feels like really good to have such a success. We have had a lot of failures lately, so that is very encouraging. So if there are any other sort of... um what would you call it like trendy yeah. viral items you want us to try that you don't want to spend your money on but want to know if it's worth it cuz we will buy 25 dollars worth of cereal well for the podcast for the yeah. podcast and so you may or may not have to like that's what like that's the service i'm just trying to provide absolutely so you can uh dm us at the carpool and let us know what you think um but Kelly you kind of have another mm, i would say like an update from a from a previous topic and it's kind of a test drive in your own sense you've been Mm. trying be real yes app that all the gen zers are doing yes and i don't think i said i was going to do it but you kind of just randomly did it one day i just randomly did it and i the problem is i don't know how to add more friends i only have one of our cousins in sydney i don't even have grayson i don't have like any what cousin do you have dominic oh so I'm like loving seeing what Dominic's up to. Like he's just like in Chicago, like working, like a working guy. Like it's, it's very real. It's very real. But Sydney's like, or Sydney or Grayson was like, I like it because it's fun to look back on my days, and it is just like, what's a random picture from oh, this it's day? Oh, because it saves, I guess. Yeah, because it's uh-huh. and what's cool about be real is it comes at a random time every um day so like some nights it's when i'm giving the like doing giving the kids a reading the kids a book mm-hmm. so, like it just happened right now when we we're recording this podcast sometimes so it's just like what are you doing what are you up to okay well now i'm kind of intrigued you just like made it sound really cute and wholesome and now i kind of want yeah, to no, do it it is really cute and wholesome like i said i like don't understand how like add more people <laughs> which like, i w- oh i have a request who's my request from oh kathy dolan <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't um because it's just like some people it's like well i don't want to add that I'm like i don't care what people like that much like i just want to add like my family like i just really want to know what my sisters are up to because i don't have snapchat anymore mm. I just don't well i've been audience. sending such cute videos of george on on our snapchat group chat i know i just don't have Snapchat. Mm. Well, anyway, be real. Anyway, be real. Okay, Cal, it's time for some industry news. What you got? Uh, You know, not a lot. If I'm being honest with you, but I scrounged some together. Okay. Um, the first is, which again, I hope this isn't like totally old news by the time this podcast comes out, but there has been a recall on the Hyundai Palisade and the Kia Telluride over a fire risk. I talked about this on my stories. But the recall involves a tow hitch harness that can catch fire. It covers 245,000 Palisades and 36,000 Tellurides. So apparently the the problem is that the fire risk stems from a possible electrical short circuit caused by debris or moisture accumulating inside the tow hitch harness module. So you don't have to have a tow hitch on your car to be part of the recall If it's set up to have a tow hitch, your vehicle may be in the recall. Mm. So it's way more Palisades because I think Palisades have it on more trim levels, if not standard. And then the Telluride's like, they they don't always have this. So that's Mm -hmm. why like you're seeing such a discrepancy. So anyway, um, they had separate filings um, and there's not like a total fix yet, but they're working on one. The good news is Hyundai hasn't reported any fires or crashes or injuries in the U.S. related um, and Kia hasn't reported any crash or injuries, but it did confirm five cases of melting and one fire. Mm. So hate to hear it. Um. So first step, if you have one of these vehicles, it's 2020 through 2022 Tellurides and Palisades. Go to NHTSA's website. That's NTHSA. Type your VIN number in and see if it's affected and then contact your local dealer for next step. So this happens like it happens. Mm-hmm. I do want to be clear because it's so funny. So now they're basically telling owners to like park it outside. And everyone's like, "Wait, aren't those the cars that are being the, stolen?" Yeah, they're not, they're not the same cars. Okay, because it's what the tw- they're they're different years, and all Palisades yeah. and Tellurides don't have eight. They, they they're all pushed to start, so it's it's not <laughs> that would be bad. I mean, it's already bad, but it's not the cars that are being stolen. It's not the keys. So which that are being which stolen. cars are being stolen? Like did it. Um, it's a, it's a variety of years from like 2011 to like 2020 okay. on certain Kia and Hyundai makes and models. Um, what you need to know is, this, again, it, it's hard to find the exact information. Like I wish I could say like all of the Sportages from this year, but it's not as black and white as that. The main thing seems to be that is if it's a push to start, you can't steal it as easily. Okay. So it, it's, if you have a real key and you have a Kia or Hyundai with a real Which, key, mm-hmm. you might your cars might be affected. Okay. So just something to look into. It's like not you. a good look. No, it's not at all. And I feel like I'm just out here like doing PR for these brands, like just trying to keep everyone calm because I, and not that I'm like trying to like justify or stand up for the brands, but I'm like, okay, families have these cars. Like we need more solutions than we don't have a fix. I could catch your garage on fire. Like we, people need to mm-hmm. feel better about these. So I just want to say like recalls aren't your well, fault. I, I also, I do appreciate them being that honest and being like, Hey, we don't have no, a fix and oh, you do need to keep your car outside. No, a hundred percent. I just like, you're right. I, I just want like my message to be like recalls are not your fault. And it's also it happens to every manufacturer. Fords have a fire risk right now, too. Like Volkswagen has some, some airbag recalls right now. Like every manufacturer deals with recalls. Toyota is no stranger to recalls. So it's just something that happens. And again, step one, make sure your car's actually affected and then pay attention to what kind of recall it is. A lot of the recalls that sound really scary. If they're not a stop drive recall, you're OK to continue driving the vehicle. What's interesting about this recall with Hyundai and Kia, though, is they are telling dealers to stop selling them. Yeah. Which is, which is, um, which is big because like they don't like to stop the sale of cars. So this is a serious recall and I'll continue to like watch the story. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you have a car affected park it in the garage or park it outside. Outside unfortunately. the garage, yeah. Well, I have a little something that's like kind of more serious, but I am like very much feeling like it's information that needs to be spread and out there just as um, women, something we always need to be cautious of. And um, so I just want to give a little story and then something that I learned from it. So a friend of mine, she was uh, in her car and she was uh, driving. And while she was driving, she got an alert saying that, an air tag is with you. Now, she doesn't have an air tag. That's crazy. So the hunch is that someone placed the air tag on her car um, so that way they could track her. Um, she and her husband like dug through the car, could not find it, called the police. Uh, and while the they were in for the police, they moved the car away from their house because they're like, we actually don't want, if this is a tracking, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. want. Yeah. Police couldn't find it. And then by the time the police got there, it said the air tag was no longer with her so very strange but what she did learn from the uh thing is uh the cop was like i'm gonna look for a lot of the common signs of sex trafficking so one thing so this is very serious but I, I think that this information needs to be spread one thing that he looked for was uh black uh um what are those like? not what are those uh ties that they uh people usually if you're like Oh, zip ties. Black zip ties. That's a way that people, I guess, right now, or at least in that area, um, are marking cars for sex trafficking. So a couple of other things I've seen on the internet is to, if you're like, we're going to Target and you come back out, if there's like a ticket or something on your on your windshield, mm-hmm. just keep driving. Don't look at it when you get home if it flies off. it You didn't get a ticket, you know, no. if, if anything, it's a solicitor message or someone's trying to get you to get back out of your car so just something that we always have to be cautious and aware yeah. of and i just felt like i wanted to share that on the podcast no i think that's really valuable information and the air tag thing is stressful and i've heard like people try to use them as like ways to keep tracks of their kids but then i've also heard like that can make your kids a lot more vulnerable because people can like pick mm. up freaking air tags like yeah. you just don't I'm like not really a big AirTag person. Like mm-hmm. I've just heard, I've just had like some weird experiences with them. Like same thing. Like even with, I had one time dad's keys in my car, and he has an AirTag, and it kept being like, "You have an AirTag following." I'm like, "This is so annoying." I use a Tile. I don't no, know. I know. I, I don't have any. I because I, I I was driving mom's car recently, and she has an AirTag too, but um, like I was like, "Well, this if this person is trying to follow you," I was telling my friend. An AirTag was really not the way to do it because it notifies you that something's with you. So I am all for AirTag doing that, letting you know that it's oh, with you. No, I I totally agree, but I think on the flip side, like if you like try to put it on like a child or something. I mean, I just know people who have like done that, like put it on their kid and then send their kid to the amusement park. Well, then it's like, well, then if your kid walks by someone, it's like, oh, you have an AirTag following you, and you don't know if that's oh, like. No, no, no. So I don't. So I don't think. Okay. So i what happened to her was she got the notification at 3 p.m saying that it was put on her at 1 p.m so it has to detect a pattern and it has to feel like it's been with you for a certain amount of time before it alerts you okay okay so it's not like every every person you walk if you if you and i were in the same room for 10 minutes and i had an air tag it wasn't going to say an air tag's following you it has to develop a pattern okay so that's i need to do some more research on them but yeah i'm happy you brought that to to all of our attention yeah okay you're for the story Yes. Okay, the next story is kind of timely because Liz and I are actually jet setting to Detroit um, boop, boop. next week because we are going to the Chevy Equinox EV unveiling. Mm. So, Chevrolet will expand its EV lineup in the fall of 23 to include an Equinox EV, an affordable, functional compact SUV that will start with an estimated MSRP of around 30,000. So, I love the Chevy Equinox. I think it's a really great compact suv for mm-hmm. families i like, it's actually a car that i really enjoy and we've talked about this like i love when they're like a car we know a car we love oh now it's available in an ev or a yeah, hybrid instead right. of like trying to come out with this new thing mm-hmm. so we get to see it next week which is really exciting and a lot of the safety we're we get to meet with a safety engineer and she's a mom so we love to see moms on the engineering yeah, team like I so know, fun so, cool. so um The information will be like embargoed until I think September 8th. So like we're going to see it. But I don't even think we can share like Instagram stories until the 8th. But I think we've talked about this in the past. Like an affordable EV option is something that we so desperately need. Desperate. And for this to be an SUV that I feel like is pretty decent for car seats. I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited to see it. And Mm -hmm. I'm excited to meet with the Chevy team. We have never done an event with them. Uh, and when we go to these events, like nothing's paid, nothing's promised. They just pay. They just pay to fly us out there and they just want it covered however we choose to cover it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, I do like some of Chevy products, but I've also been extremely vocal with things I don't like about Chevy, like their lack of middle head restraints. So, yeah, just I just wanted to ver- like clarify that like, we will always be honest, but I'm yeah. I'm very excited because I've always liked the Equinox. Yeah. So that's great. Okay. OK, now I have a sassy Chevy story. See, because I'm mm-hmm. nothing if not um, unbiased. Okay, so we've all heard about, like, crazy dealer markups, right? Yeah, Cal. Okay, so this is a markup from a Chevy dealership in Houston, Texas. And they have a non-refundable deposit policy on a 2020 Corvette, okay? 2023 Corvette. I just want to read. This is, like, the latest thing to, like, go around the Internet of just, like, ridiculous markups. Mm. Okay, in order – here's what the note says. In order to place a 2023 Corvette – um, order the dealership requires a six thousand dollar non-refundable deposit six thousand dollars non-refundable okay that's already a lot upon the delivery of the 2023 Corvette the customer to uh, upon the delivery of the 2023 Corvette to the customer the six thousand dollar deposit will be applied as a down payment vehicle will be sold for ninety thousand dollars over MSRP what uh-huh and the, Guys, c- and the customer signed it customer did it Ninety thousand no. dollars over so that's, that's like a add, lot that's rigged so how much was it total i have no idea i think corvette i mean depending on the corvette it can be easily 100 grand depending on which one it is and this oh was like a z something gosh. of another so i think it's pretty expensive um it's like hey find a new car you know well it's just like stop buying them it's you know it's just like one of those things it's like as soon as you do it, they think they, they can continue to sell it, it like yeah. that. So, and I'm not saying that like vehicles shouldn't have been sold at any sort of premium. Like I, I'm not like so like they shouldn't be charging over MSRP. Ninety thousand dollars, but it's so insane. beyond greedy. And I think where like there's been a lot of friction between the manufacturers and the dealerships. Is like they just like can't control each other because like the the manufacturer doesn't like that, but the dealerships like well you can't make enough cars. So, yeah. I mean it's just like it's just it's not good. That's insane. So anyway. That was well, you actually really pull that industry news together. You all know, I, ten, all. I I I really try to do that. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do DTD or yeah. the advice? I have a DTD. This is well, I don't. Our uh, voicemail does. And if you want to leave your own dish at drive through, you can do so by calling and leaving a voicemail at nine five nine carpool. Hi Kelly and Liz, this is Brittany. I'm calling from outside of Philadelphia, and I am calling with a really great chicken salad recipe. It's actually my mother in law's chicken salad recipe, and it is so easy. Um, You need four things. You need a rotisserie chicken, some celery, grapes, um, and then the Brianna's um, poppy seed salad dressing. So you're just going to pull the um, rotisserie chicken up like you would shred it, cut up as much grapes um, and celery as you want. And then um, for the dressing, you just do the Brianna's lemon, um, like the poppy seed dressing, mix it all up. And again, serve it on crackers, croissant, however you want to eat it, and it is delicious. Um, love the podcast, and I hope you enjoy the recipe, Brittany. I'm all about that recipe. Yeah, that was a fun. That, that that's a fun. It's a fun follow up from when I just like said a general vibe as a recipe. Now we actually have a recipe, and that sounds so attainable. Four and that's what I'm here for. Four ingredients sounds easy enough. Rotisserie chicken, love. We're I'm going to try I mean, it. No, I'm... Be- Brianna's poppy seed. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I also like that it's not like just a cup of mayo. Like, I like that it's something a little more interesting. And she said it's amazing. And I... One thing... Her name is Brianna. Uh, no, Brittany. The, Brianna was the dressing. <laughs> <laughs> one thing about Brittany is I don't think she'd steer us wrong. No, I don't think Brittany would. So, thank okay. you. I'm on a little bit of a time crunch because I have to run at 1.30. So, let's do our... We're going to do one piece of advice because this was kind of a fun story for us or a okay. fun little thing for us. Okay. Hi, girlies. My husband and I recently decided to no longer buy, gift, buy our parents or adult siblings birthday gifts. Due to divorce, between the two of us, we have seven parents and six adult siblings. My side of the family is very gifty and has made it clear that they think our decision is rude. At what point do you stop buying gifts for adults or for their birthday? We can afford it, but besides the point, between Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, it seems a little excessive and it's always very hard to figure out what to buy each person. Quite frankly, I'd rather spend the money on myself or my kids. Do you ladies still buy your parents or in-laws birthday gifts? Am I a total birthday Grinch? Your bestie from Illinois. Okay. We have the perfect solution for this because. Well, but she's asking about birthdays. So we really don't. Oh, birthdays. Liz was going to say. Okay. Well, I was going to (laughs) say because we have so many siblings. At Christmas time, we said uh, we're doing Secret Santa. And each person gets one person. And you just, we have a limit on it. And you buy everyone. One thing. One thing. Yeah. So as far as do I, mm, I'm, I'm not a gift person by any stretch of the imagination. And I think one thing that makes that easy for Tyler and I to not feel bad about not buying gifts is we don't even buy gifts for each other. Like, it's just like Mm -hmm. not a thing we do. People know that about us. Um, We still sometimes buy gifts. Like we, I don't buy gifts for Tyler's parents at all. They they just don't do that. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we'll all go in on something for mom and dad for their birthdays Christmas, sometimes I give something, sometimes I don't. Yeah, and it's just not really expected. It sounds more like it might be expected from you. One thing that I do, and I think it sometimes can speak louder than a gift, is write a really nice heartfelt letter. Oh, that's good and that can actually go a very long way and you can still get them something small with that just so it's like something tangible so whether it's just like a bottle of wine or a really you know a nice candle or something and then also this very sweet heartfelt letter um i would never do that because i just don't do things like like i just don't do that kind of stuff um i would just drop it all together personally and just not care what they, and just be like, sorry. And be like, sorry, like we're just not doing gifts anymore. Like, don't buy anything for us. Like, we just, we can't do it. We're just not doing gifts. And that's that's the thing, and that's the problem, too, is because you always just end up getting people something that you, they don't even want or need because you feel the pressure to just get them a gift. Yeah, that would be hard if I felt, because like, there's, and it's, maybe it's not good, but like, there's some birthdays where I buy Cindy a present. There's some birthdays I don't. It I
1: don't, just depends I don't on,
0: on. Also, maybe just like, how about this idea? Just fine. They want a gift, they get a boring ass gift card. Every single every single year, like clockwork, you send them their twenty-five dollar Chick-fil-A gift card and you move on with your life. Yeah. I would maybe I think that. you have to do you and not not worry about it so much. And the worst thing gonna do is talk about it about you and not get you a gift. So you know, that's the worst thing. This is not very good advice. It's not, but I was kind of I was like so thought it was we were talking about Christmas and I then, know. I like and then it's like birthdays are just so tough. And I also just like, and I'm sorry if you're this person, I hate birthday adults. They're worse than Disney adults. Mm. They're worse than what was another kind of adult we said that we didn't like one time. Um. (laughs) (laughs) But you know those people who are like, it's my birthday month. It's my birthday week. And like, they just think they get like the world. Yeah. Or how about people who are like, it's Libra season. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, horoscope adults are bad, too. (laughs) Horoscope adults are. That's a category as well. Like they use it as their excuse for anything and everything. It's. And it's maybe not so much as reading your horoscope to, like, see what it is. But no, it's like, that's I'm the moon rising in the afternoon sun on so the third So that's why eye, I'm the way I'm like, that I am. I'm like, no. No, I can't do, like, the Libra season or hashtag birthday month. Like, I just... You get a day. You get a day. And I'll, I'll do and my... And I'll give you your day. And I'll give you the day. You know what, Maybe I'll even give you a weekend. Yeah. But I won't do the month. I won't do the week. And I certainly won't do the season. But anyway, I'm sorry you're struggling with that and going through that. And... I hope that so either write him a note or switch to gift cards or just say sorry guys we're not doing gifts anymore yeah we just have a you lot have going to on you. I mean I get that that's a lot there's a lot because that's six adult should six adult siblings and seven parents because of like divorce so that's like 13 people like that's more than once a month you're like yeah. what are we getting so-and-so what are we getting so-and-so yeah it's exhausting <sighs> tough I hate to see it sorry Okay, well, that's our episode. So thank you guys so much for listening to The Carpool Podcast. Make sure you head over to Apple or Spotify and leave us a review. We absolutely love to read your reviews. Love them. They really make our day, and they're a great way to support your podcast, your favorite podcast. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at The Carpool, and we hope you are feeling happy to be back to two episodes a week. We are thrilled to be here, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to The Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know there's room in the car for everyone